1: Oh, what's that? Hot show today. Oh. Woo! First things first. Oh, it's hot. Uh live from New York. First things first. Today, what Tom Brady said about Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. That did make me think, hmm. Really? Maybe Aaron Rodgers will be good even though he hasn't thrown for 300 yards in 23 games. <laughs> Meanwhile, will Micah Parsons drive the Cowboys to a top 5 defense? And will it be enough? Hmm. And finally, get your carabiners ready. Oh. Because we are climbing Mahomes Mountain. We are. There's some altitude there. Oh.
2: It was interesting. I'll t- say that. Altitude? What is, what?
1: Yeah. Altitude. What did I say? Altitude. What's altitude mean? I don't know. I've never heard it oh. pronounced like Did you really think it was altitude? I don't know. I, I think I was going to say attitude. It's like a Jimmy Buffett thing. <laughs> latitude. Latitude show. I think Sorry you really thought it was. That's yeah, alright. Alright, so that's an odd way to start the <laughs> <Honestly, honestly. laughs> <laughs> we start with the soon-to-be historic Jets. Last year, the Jets gave up the fourth-fewest points, the third-fewest passing yards, and the 16th-fewest rushing yards. That's basically middle of the pack on that one. <laughs> so you know what they're on track for? One of the most legendary defenses of all time. Take a listen.
2: I think we could be historical. Not just the best defense in the league, but I think we could have an historical defense like... The 85 86 Bears, like the LOB in 2013. I think we could be that dominant if we put all the things together and we just focus on the now and we're deliberate and everyone plays up to their potential. I think the sky's the limit for us. I
1: mean, I just. The Bears, Brew, were 15 1. They gave up 12 points a game.
2: That's their Super Bowl year. Well, that's what, that's he, what said. he said. He said the no, 85 Bears. The
1: Jets should be a big question. The Jets mark. were 7 and 10. The, was, the Bears were 15 and 1. This is the Jets Super Bowl. They gave Bowl up year. four field goals. <laughs> so, Brody, do you have any issue with this?
2: It's a tad much. Uh, <laughs> it's a tad much. Because he didn't only compare them to two of the great defenses of all time. Yeah. But those teams won Super Bowls. As yeah. Said. So now it's yeah. not only saying we're going to be an all-time great defense. It's basically saying we're going to win the Super Bowl. But since I know you two guys are going to crush
3: DJ Reed. And since you're wearing your Jets tie. Well. A relative I, new addition.
2: I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to take it easy on the young man. And here's why. Because... If he hadn't said that, uh-huh. would the hype machine be any less? It, yeah. If he hadn't said that... Maybe a little. Wouldn't re- I, I don't think so. All right, people still would be expecting Super Bowl. You know, in New York, they're talking Super Bowl or bust.
1: Well, this would right? be a disappointment. If you go to the Super Bowl and you're not the 85 Bears, yeah, bro. maybe you're just giving up. Well, a- re- this, was it anyone it was just comparing the
3: them to the 85 Bears? No, that, and the uh, Legion uh, of he bones? went a little far. My point
2: is just this. The pressure is all on the Jets no matter what he said. All right, that's all I'm saying. And I will add this. Let's be honest. Even though he said just said this, if they just get to the playoffs, have a strong defense, top five defense, get to the playoffs, that'll be enough. Well, no, it, it will, won't. It won't seem like it, but the no, Jets, it won't. it'll be enough. No, it so, won't. I'm just saying, look. Lean in. I like the okay. fact that he's leaning in. So I, He's it, saying it is win. We got to win. And I'm not running from it, as Salah said and Joe Douglas said. We are not running from it. The target is on our back. The bullseyes on our chest. Because no matter what we say, so they're, they're like Matador forward. waving the flag. They are play, painting they the start, target on Roger their chest. Roger started it way and back
0: they when, leaned into it. It. And,
3: and now I, you just got to lean in. I had a Eureka moment today oh, prepping for the show because I thought I had never seen anything like this. And then I realized, wait, no, I have seen something identical
1: to this. LeBron and, counting his championships.
3: No. <laughs> and it explains that why though. not one, not two, why Brew, while not picking the team to win the Super Bowl, has a soft spot for them. Because it's like, hmm, where have I seen one of the most fail son franchises in its respective wow. sports history?
1: Here we go. A, million.
3: a team that is the little brother to a big brother in town who acquires a once great player. With a questionable head coach and a maybe slightly overrated sidekick, good but not great, Even that one. was all of a sudden going to say, We own this city, championship <laughs> or bust. And amazingly, the media is going to forget the entire history of the organization and anoint that team. And I said, By God, it's Bruce Clippers all over oh. again. Oh, I thought it was going to the Nets. No! I it was Nets. I thought no. it was going to Nets. Well, you know what? There are some parallels there (laughs) as well as it happens. But I went with the original, not the remix. Bruce Clippers from years ago. They're going to take over L.A. Kawhi Leonard's the great player. Is he the best player in the league? Uh, Once upon a time, maybe he was. Paul George, who no one had ever thought could be the number two on a champion. All of a sudden, of course he can be the number two on a champion. And the head coach, "Ah, maybe there's some questions, but let's not worry about that. And what happened? That team did exactly what you just said. after the Jets do it to success, made the playoffs, lost in embarrassing fashion in round two, and that was that. How did that all work out? And that's the same thing. This hype that is totally unearned, totally inexplicable, that wild, seemingly you and I are the only people pulling against, and they are just leaning into it. You're this going is with this just quickly jabber. This, this DJ Reed quote. Mm-hmm is the 2023 Jets version of Patrick Beverly saying, Steph, you had your time, and now it's
1: mine.
3: <laughs> that's, that's his place on the team, and that is what it, DJ Reed comparing
1: this team to the 85 Bears is. I've seen this before. Bro, it's a fair point. Can I read you some headlines?
2: Well, no, the, the, the only reason the Clippers and the Nets did not pan out were injuries oh my and, God, of course, we're gonna Kyrie with the it. anti-vaccine. That's it! That's it. On the court, they were ready. And look, yeah, I do believe in these Jets. There we go. I'm not going (laughs) historic. I'm not going Bears. I'm not going Legion of Boom. But they will make two thousand Ravens,
1: something like that. Well,
2: (laughs) they they're not winning the Super Bowl. They're going to make the playoffs, and
1: you two, I can't wait to see your faces and hear your explanations. If they make the playoffs, I will personally be surprised. But that's not what the Jets are saying. So you being adamant. That, like, they'll be making the playoffs and you'll eat your words. When any other team does this, you don't like it. You call them a silly team? You could say it's a silly franchise? Yeah. Here's the list of headlines. Rodgers hopes to help Jets add to lonely Super Bowl trophy. That's okay. Also, Jordan Love could say the same thing about your tenure in Green Bay. <laughs> Robert Sala. Jets are among six to eight teams with realistic chance at winning the championship. So he started counting. He's like, six? Are we six? Maybe we're seven? No, six to eight. I'll just go with that. <laughs> Robert Sala responds to Sean Payton's criticism. If you ain't got no haters, you're not popping. Well, I guess so. Maybe. Uh, Jets defensive coordinator mocks Patriots do your job mantra. You haven't, haven't beaten beat us in 15 years, since Friends was on was the last time. Zach Wilson will lead New York Jets for 15 years. Yeah. So they're focused on the Bills. Also, Rodgers is going to be there for four years, then Zach Wilson is going to be 15 years again. (laughs) Two decades of excellence. We're the new Patriots. Joe Douglas, we aren't running from expectations. We have a lot to prove. Also mentioned the Super Bowl. Also try to sneak in the Bills. And finally, DJ Reed, both Jets' defense can be historical, as good as the 85 Bears. It's too much, Brew. And if any other team would do this, you would say, silly team. But here's the difference.
3: You know what else you'd say? (laughs) SBOB.
1: With all this expectation. With with with
3: some teams, it
2: is SBOB. Here's the thing. We know the Jets are a silly team. I mean, they're a silly franchise. They don't know how to handle potential success. Let alone real success. I have I, told you the illustration the kid you know he's not popular people don't like him at high school and all of a sudden the best looking cheerleader on the in, in the school wants to date him he doesn't know how to handle it he's spouting off he's bragging that's to his right. friends we're gonna get married that's and I'm gonna be going the president on. Yeah, that's, I mean, he's, he's a little out on his skis right. but still he still has the head cheerleader. Okay. And they they still going to the prom. And that's what the Jets are. They silly. Okay. They don't know can how to I, handle it, but they're still going to the prom. Can I pro- say something real quick? Okay.
3: This the reason this actually matters is because everything now is ratcheted to a 10 to start with. That's and right. you're and I understand the argument. It was ratcheted up the moment you got Aaron Rodgers. But they have they they have, talking they have leaned much. they are going to be six days into the season, 0-2, facing a must-win game. They're going to lose to Buffalo. Six days later, they're going to lose to Dallas and be 0-2, knowing that in week four, Kansas City's coming to town. Mm -hmm. And they're going to be playing their arch rival, who, to your point, they haven't beaten in 15 games. And all of a sudden, we are not going to be out of September And the Jets are going to be under the most pressure any team has been in in modern NFL history by week three. (laughs) 0-2 going into that Pats game saying, oh, my God, if we lose this game, our season's over before October starts. And that's what – I'm not saying they're going to start lose that Patriots game. I'm saying they're going to go into that game with that level of pressure. I've and, been
2: saying they're going to split the first two. Well, we'll see. They're they got in I both.
3: agree. They need to
2: get one of them. Yeah, they got to get one you're of them. Absolutely right. If they don't, if they go zero two, they got to beat the Patriots. Yeah, the Patriots. Which they then haven't gonna done. Lose to the Chiefs. In fifteen, trot. Is Tom Brady walking through that door? I th- think they've not. lost the last. Hey, Tom, Brady. The games. Tom Brady loves the Aaron Rodgers and, and the Jets.
1: We'll get to that. Mac Jones is winning those games. Yeah, Cam, yeah,
2: okay. He's <laughs> talked more glowingly about Aaron than Mac
1: believe that. <laughs> Aaron Rodgers has brought some good vibes to New York. Oh, here he is. Here's Brady on how a new environment does help fire up a veteran QB. Take a listen.
0: Now you get to go to a new
1: place with a different type of emotional energy. And, um, you know, I, I, I'm excited for him. He'll be invigorated. It looks like he's having a good time up to this year. I know he's been engaged in offseason, which is always great, and um, you know, really trying to connect with his teammates. So, I'm excited to see what he does. They actually have a they have a really good team. They have a really good offense, and you know, Aaron's been when he's got good receivers, man, it's pretty dangerous. He's got some good receivers, and um, you know, I think he's going to have a great year. Okay, do you expect Rodgers to follow the Brady blueprint? And Brady did add um, about just the value of a fresh start, and it was it was really solid. It made me think, huh?
2: Did it make solid you one. did it make you kind of want to take back I mean, some of the
1: take? I, I, I looked through the tape. The statistics, I should say, to see if I had been mistaken about Aaron Rodgers not throwing for 300 yards in the last (laughs) 23 games. Spot on. So so far, so good.
2: uh, Somewhat the answer to your question. Somewhat. They're not going to win the Super Bowl. They won't get to the Super Bowl. But he will reinvigorate the Jets and make them like a, a fringe contender this year. We, the we're difference all over the map. Here's we're the big 85
1: difference. Bears. were fringe contenders. Well, right?
2: I'm not saying 85 Bears. That's DJ Reed. But here's the thing. I've always said this. You know this, guys. He doesn't have the intangibles that Tom Brady has. That's why Brady has so many more championships than Rodgers. And so now I will admit Rodgers has been great since he got to Jets. Other than... I mean, he started all this talk. Yes, but he's been, been a great teammate. Lonely, but he's he's been, been a great awesome teammate bit. since we've he got to We've seen him on hard knocks. Uh, no he's been he's it. been terrific. But here's the difference: Brady was joining an NFC that it was still pretty good, but it wasn't anything like this AFC. I mean, we've rarely seen something like yes. the AFC. You had. I mean the the commander of now they were the Washington football team they won the NFC East with a losing record
3: and that's who Brady got in his first playoff game right so
2: they had you had the Saints who were pretty good still yep. had Breeze, and you had the Rams were well, okay and one other and team. then you had the Packers the, the, Pack, with Aaron yeah, Rogers. the Packers were 13-3 yeah. with Rodgers but we know his struggles yep. in the NFC title games so that was it i mean Rodgers right. if if they were in the NFC if the Jets were in the NFC I think they would be have as good a chance as anybody. But, getting okay, to the, that might be true, NFC, but here's the problem. The Super Bowl.
3: As far as following Brady's blueprint, the Jets didn't follow the blueprint, first of all, and Rogers nothing like Brady. There was at no point did did we ever think, you know, Tom Brady doesn't love, you know, could take or leave football, might retire, might not. At no point, in fact, even when he Tom Brady was less retired when he was retired than Aaron Rodgers was (laughs) when he went into the darkness retreat. The day Brady announced his first retirement, Wilds correctly went on TV and was like, don't believe him. I think he's coming back. And Wilds was correct. Rodgers, meanwhile, by his own admission, left, walked out of Lambeau and was 90% done with football. Brady also is not, has never been fickle about forget his relationship with, am I going to keep playing or not, his relationship with teammates. Brady, the, every guy we've ever talked to that has played with Tom says, it's almost like a corny anecdote at this point, but it's a hell of a story that everybody says is true, that he introduces himself to you. You're new to the team. Hi, I'm Tom. Nice to meet you. That is not the stories that we've heard. We heard from, I don't know if it was Dobbs or Watson last year, the rookie receivers for the Packers saying, I don't have Aaron's number. Like I'm you know. And so they're just very different. Also, The Buccaneers went out and prioritized the offensive line. They traded up in the draft to get Tristan Wirfs. The Jets traded back to get Rodgers, which allowed the Steelers to jump ahead of them to get the offensive lineman. And I know everybody loves Garrett Wilson, and I like Garrett Wilson a lot, but the weapons are not comparable. Mike Evans, Chris Godwin pre-injury, and Rob Gronkowski versus Garrett Wilson. And I think and they're comparable. I'd the, say they're. Oh com- yeah, and the AB showed up as well. I forgot about that. Right
2: now, obviously, that was a better receiving core. I, yes. I, I still think the Jets have a good core. I think Wilson's great and a good core. And I would. I know the Ronald Jets have Jones, a better running game.
3: Yeah, Jones was okay for now, and that was a good, a good year, addition. But I'd say the Jets have a better. The, the one other thing, though, is the Jets didn't bring in anyone that knows anything about winning really at all much less championships to us uh, other than Rodgers and even Lazard and Cobb have no experience winning championships Brady had himself he brings in Gronk and it's Brady and so right. i just don't see I, I if the the bucks got off to a rough start yeah. and they no they held the fort I think in large part because they had Tom there and he believed. I don't know what the Jets are going to look like from a vibe standpoint, from a confidence standpoint, a team that all the guys who were there last year are currently on a six-game losing streak if this year starts off rough. It's
1: very different. Here's to your point. The first 12 games, Brady went 7-5. and 275 passing yards. Then, last eight games, that includes the Super Bowl win over the Chiefs. They just rolled the Chiefs in. Uh, yeah. <laughs> almost 300 yards, 22 and 4. So, obviously, it's like, oh, he started slow, picked it up. I think that's the most basic interpretation of this graphic. Here's the, but here's the difference. I do think, to draw it back to the expectations, that there, Brady did not go in there talking about the Super Bowl. No, he did He started talking about, you know, ex- executing the game plan, trying to get better every day. The Jets have gone so far over their skis. If they do start seven and five like Brady did, and you know Aaron Rodgers forgets what down it is against the Bears, I think people start freaking out. Where Tom Brady's just like, it's all good. Tom Brady almost doing the relaxed stuff that Aaron Rodgers was doing, but I don't think Aaron Rodgers can do that now with the pressure ratcheted up. He he
2: would do the relaxed thing. He,
1: and, and look, if, if they start, the back page. if they
2: start one and three. Yeah. and end up 7-5 and five with the end of their schedule. We've looked at
1: the end of their schedule just light.
3: Then it's not a disaster. No, not at I all. I agree. But the and question is, the relax, weird. if
1: you're talking about the 85 Bears, that's the weird part. Like, but, you said 85 Bears. Like, relax, we'll get there. <laughs> nobody – his DJ Reed, all right? It, it wasn't even Sauce Gardner saying it. So a hall of I mean,
2: famer, Scott Gardner? You talking about? No, but maybe maybe down the road, maybe maybe. I actually like that. Would take.
1: I'll, <laughs> I I'll take didn't that put that in it yeah, <laughs> in like there.
2: But here they are asking Rodgers about the offense. That's what Tampa Bay didn't do until they made that late Fair. run. So,
1: uh, Travis Kelsey hurt his knee at practice. How serious this? Is this next on FS1, Fox Sports Channel, Series XM? Hey, college
4: football fans, Joel Klatt here. We are bringing you the best college football analysis every week. Any questions? Then send them into the Joel Klatt Show mailbag. Follow the Joel Klatt Show
0: on the Fox Sports app or wherever you get your podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, Right now, you can save $20 on the Steel MS 162 or MS 170 chainsaw. Real steel. Offer valid through June 30th, 2024. See participating retailer for details.
1: Welcome back to Just an Electric Show. Greg Jennings is here with us. News out of Kansas City Travis Kelsey hurt his knee in practice today. Here's Andy Reid. Take a listen.
2: As far as injuries go, uh, Kels hyperextended his knee today, so uh, we'll just see how he does um, going forward. I'll tell you what with the injuries, I'll give them to you tomorrow, or game day, and I'll, I, I can't say it. Everybody's good to go. I'll, you'll see
1: the, the ax when we get there. My quick reaction, he's not worried.
3: Well, so listen, some context here. Nate Taylor, great writer, I believe, for the Kansas City Star, covers the Chiefs, said, talked to Sky Moore. Sky Moore said that he was running a route, so he didn't see how it happened. It was in red zone drills near the end of practice, but that Travis was then limping and walked off the field himself. Typical hyperextensions, two to four weeks in the NFL. The fact that they wouldn't rule him just flatly out for Thursday, I think. I, listen, my speculation is it's not disastrous, but we'll see. But it is noteworthy if he misses Thursday, Greg, it's the first game missed due to injury for Kelsey since his rookie season. He had microfracture surgery as a rookie since then of 145 possible games. He has played 143, and the two he has not played is because the Chiefs had clinched their playoff position. It was week 17, and he was resting. So, I mean, he's never been hurt. Uh, you know what I mean? Since his rookie season, or he's never been hurt enough to miss a game. And I know what everyone now is going to bring up the fact that he's one of the oldest players in the league, skill position guys, which he is. I mean, he's damn near Gronk's age, and Gronk's been retired a couple times. He's but less
2: than a year younger than He's Gronk, 10 right? months
3: younger than Gronk. He turns 34 I mean, next that's... month. He, he's also been, up to this point, sh- shockingly durable. Yeah. And, and I think he's the most valuable weapon in the league, so you wait and see. I mean, that's my takeaway on this, Greg.
5: Yeah, what's interesting is, as great of a player that he is, you don't really have a great deal of concern. Now, if it were, if it were something where it was season-ending, then of it's, it's a whole other conversation. Right. However, we don't know any of those things, right? But you still have the head that's on the neck, and that is Patrick Mahomes. As long as you have he and Andy Reid and they can do what they do, this team is going to be fine. Uh, uh, but, yeah, they, uh, they, they're going to be fine. I don't know about this Thursday. Because, I mean, you you know how I feel about the Detroit Lions. But for for Travis Kelsey, you talked about it. Like, his durability has been unbelievable to be an interior player at times playing on the line and then being the pass catcher and being such a huge uh, focal point of their offense. For him to, uh, like, alleviate himself from being injured, it's been impressive. But I'm not concerned about Travis Kelsey and the Kansas City Chiefs and his health Unless unless
3: you get terrible news. Unless just, I get some terrible news. Mm. Carrington Harrison from Kansas City just reported they just they just had the MRI. They're awaiting the results. So uh, unless that comes back, I, I think most people, I think you would agree, Brew, that it's, unless it's that, even if you think they could be in trouble on Thursday, this is not a season-changing outlook type of thing no. unless it's a season-changing right. thing mm. for Travis. This
2: is, this is a weird start for the Chiefs, right? Yeah, Let, sure. uh, let's assume he misses a couple weeks. Sure. Um, obviously none of us wanted to be more than that, but you've got, I think one of two things kind of, it's going in that one of two directions. You got Kelsey with this injury, hopefully just minor. You got Chris Jones out. All right. So that, and I'm not even trying to be funny, but bad vibes. All right. Starting out. Oh, so it could be a precursor to an unusually tough season for the Pat Mahomes, uh, chiefs. Or, and as legend, Greg alluded, baby. right, it could be goat stuff. Yeah, like he he was without Kelsey for the first month of the season. Chris Jones say so didn't mm-hmm. come back till week eight. Yep, and he he had one without Kel, without Tyreek Hill, and now they're seven and one mm-hmm. without Jones and with Kelsey missing three of those. Like. Yeah. It it could is lining up for one the of seven the seven and one
3: could be rough on the tattoo, but the rest of it I am with you on. Uh, you smartly I'm, did not I'm, put twenty I'm, and zero I'm
2: on I'm that tattoo. On. Oh, I, I,
1: <laughs> I, we don't have like a lot of footage of, tra- of Excuse me, of Mahomes out there without Travis. The oh. only game he's ever played in his career
3: that Kelsey didn't play was the first game of his career because That's Kelsey wild. and the starters were resting. You know, and that oh, was when that, Mahomes right, twenty seventeen. No, was he's never year. played without him. Right. I mean, that part's definitely true. He's so, never know,
1: played without him. I don't. I don't go say like a. He
2: was pretty good in that game.
1: He was pretty good in that <laughs> game. <laughs> it, just, you haven't seen. I don't know. Well, we it, have. But, it, you how much seen of a Mahomes... security
2: blanket? Listen, I think
3: he's the best. Do you think Kelsey? I, is I am not going to be a hypocrite or contradict myself on this. I said three weeks ago that I think Chris Jones is the best defensive player in the sport, and that I think Travis Kelsey is the biggest weapon in the sport. I'm not going to act like this team is the same without them. What I am going to act like is, uh, I will use a different analogy for a moment, can uh, Patrick Mahomes do a 2018 LeBron James and carry a supporting cast further than anyone else in the history of the league, I would argue, could have. Now, they didn't win the championship. They lost. Mm -hmm. But we're not talking about Kelsey or Jones not being there for the playoff Mm -hmm. run. Like, do I think he can do that? Yeah. Do I think he'll start this Thursday against Wild's beloved Lions? I do. Uh, I'm a Chiefs guy. Oh, I don't know. Let's
1: see what you say here. Let's see. (laughs) Let's see what your takes that you've got. Yeah. Yeah. Facts. within the 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 starting a game. Okay, he's the best player in the league to catch the best pass catcher. Sorry, Justin Jefferson. If he's not there, yeah, it hurts. Here's Dan Campbell on the unenviable task of trying to stop the reigning MVP. Take a listen.
6: They can go backwards. (laughs) And and never turn around where he can throw back that way. Just that way. Um, That would be about the best way to sum it up. Um, Yeah, look, this guy is... He's tough, you know, and uh, that's that's the easy answer to all this. He he's he is a uh, highly competitive, highly instinctive, aware player, and it all he is the engine in this offense. Everything runs through him. He makes it go. Yeah, people talk about Mac Jones like that and those. <laughs>
0: so,
1: so listen, the, the the with or
3: without Kelsey for this game on Thursday. The Chiefs are going to hang 30 plus. The question is, will it be 40 plus? They, they, the without Lions are kill. walking into the kill. Lions are walking into a perfect storm, which is you are playing Patrick Mahomes' weapons independent, the peak of his powers. I know what you guys are thinking, Nick. We're sick of seeing the Week One Patrick I Mahomes like stats. Okay, what about Thursday, Patrick Mahomes stats? Can I interest you in that? Was, uh, Thursday, Patrick Mahomes is good. Not, I mean, by his standards, just good. Alright, now I'll show you week one Patrick Mahomes' stats, where he's very good, and now if those sample sizes are too small for you, this one will knock you off your chair. What about just the first four games of the year? Um, 60 touchdowns, 6 picks. They've lost 3 times ever in a 118 rating. So it's a Thursday, they're dropping a banner, he's at home, it's week one, and it's a Lions team whose biggest weakness last year was its pass defense. So, yeah, I I do think with Kadarius Toney, who is expected to play, Mm -hmm. with with MVS and Sky Moore and those guys, even without Travis, they're going to be in a shootout potentially with the Lions, but it's a shootout that the Chiefs will, will fare very well
2: in. With Kelsey, you know, before we got the news of his injury, yeah, there was no way they were going to slow him down. All right. I thought – if I was giving them a chance to win, though, oh. but a shootout, as you 42-38. said. 42-38. Now, if Kelsey doesn't play, mm-hmm. I think they do have a chance to slow them down. That's the question. Slow them down. They, they're going to get 20-something points. But if you can slow them down with that offense in Detroit, they have a good chance to win. Look at this defense. I know how bad Detroit's defense was last year. It was 28th in the league in points allowed – and 32nd in yards allowed. But look at the last 10 weeks of the season. I mean, they gave up 20 points a game. You can definitely live with that. And they added C.J. Gardner-Johnson, obviously from Philly, and then Cam Sutton from Pittsburgh. So those are two guys from two solid programs in the defensive backfield that they didn't have a year ago. Look, I think their defense is not going to be great, but I think it will be much improved over what it was last
5: year. Can they slow them down? Uh... Yeah, they can. Will they? I doubt it. But I don't think they need to. Like, this is a this is a Detroit team that they struggled last year defensively. And to your point, yes, they added C.J. gardner johnson but he got hurt. So, I don't, like, they're without him. So, for me, when you look at this Detroit team, what do they do best? They score the football. Like, you, the Kansas City Chiefs was basically number one across the board offensively when you look at what yeah. they did offensively. Detroit? Top four, top five offense. So they can score just like the Kansas City Chiefs can. When I look at the Detroit Lions, what don't they have to go up against? Chris Jones. Well, okay. Well, the, the, well, go yeah, ahead. What, may they, what might they not even have to contest with on offense? Travis Kelsey. Mm-hmm. That that just it doesn't, okay. doesn't, so that's doesn't vote the, well for you. Go ahead,
1: Wallace. On the other side of the field, here's Andy Reid on Jared Goff. Stand by.
2: Jared's a good player. We know that. We had that one game with him at the Rams a few years back, and, you know, we we have a lot of respect for him. And then he had a, he had a heck of a year last year. So we're, we're aware of
6: Jared. Yeah.
1: yeah, at Ford Field, he had a heck of a year. He's a, a good player. Okay, I'm not at what point we'll play uh-huh. a game, you're not yeah. gonna you're not gonna play it, but I'm gonna put, sure. it, put you on the spot. Yeah. At what point, if you weren't Nick the Kansas City Chiefs fan, mm-hmm. just like me, yeah. and you're just looking at the stone <laughs> cold sober analysis, at what point would you give the Lions an edge? Well, I'll start with no Chris Jones. You'd be like, yeah. not yet. How yeah. about no Travis Kelsey? You're like, not yet. Yeah. Okay. If the Chiefs, if if the Noma Chiefs Holmes,
3: if, or it, either no Mahomes slash Reed or if the Chiefs' offensive line was ravaged with injuries. But if the Chiefs' offensive line is healthy and you are playing a substandard defense, that man, not Andy Reid, Patrick Mahomes, Mm -hmm. will pick you apart. We saw him... Do you guys remember the Jags playoff game where he was down to one leg and all the receivers were out? He was throwing to Justin Watson, a guy had a catch in that game who had more career tackles than catches. If he has time, he will pick you apart. And Goff... While I'm happy for him last year, what's Wild's favorite stat about Aaron Rodgers? 300-yard game. Right? 300 yards. He hasn't. J- Jared Goff, since he's been a Detroit Lion on the road, has thrown for 300 yards one time. Jared Goff last year his big bounce-back year. Can we show it? The home-road splits are um jarring. So do I think he's going to light up the Chiefs when last year he had six pass, as many road touchdowns as fumbles? No, I don't. Do I think that it's nice for him Chris Jones isn't playing? This game's not in the safe confines of that nice dome up in Detroit. It's that That's arrowhead with 80,000 people. So, no, I don't think it's going to be the
1: same. All right. Coming yeah. up next, Micah Parsons and the Cowboys. First things first. That's why you're not Chiefs guy wise. Why? You're just looking for
3: reasons. You just I'm want to abandon shit. I'm just being honest. <laughs> Everyone
4: knows that when you want every score, the best highlights, and the biggest stories from the sports world, you go to FoxSports.com. But did you know all of your favorites from Fox Sports can come to you? Announcing your Fox Sports daily. Fox Sports' all-new, customized daily newsletter delivering the top sports news and videos you care about every day. All you need to do is sign up on FoxSports.com or on the Fox Sports app. And then just follow your favorite teams, athletes, and leagues to get only the news you want. The more favorites you add, the more personalized your Fox Sports daily will be. So sign up today on FoxSports.com or on the Fox Sports app and stay updated on the sports stories that matter to you.
0: Getting ready to take on spring?
1: Defensive Player of the Year favorite, Micah Parsons, is ready to take it to the next level. haven't been able to live with the fact that us losing 19-12 in the 49ers game and the wild card game our rookie year, I told this to the guys. Is the price of discipline worth a lifetime of regret? And for me, it isn't. I think it needs to be disciplined. Can the Cowboys reach the Super Bowl, bro? With a top five defense, here we go.
2: No, I mean... Y'all mocked me. You ridiculed me. You acted like I didn't know what I talk, was talking about when I said the Dallas Cowboys are always, every year, every season, every day, S-B-O-B. <laughs> Super Bowl or bus. What's the question? Why is it the question, can the Cowboys win the division? <laughs> Without a top five defense, can the Cowboys get to the NFC title uh, game yeah. without It is about the Super Bowl. It's just we make Can the I questions. just get a little? Can <laughs> I get? Can you just admit that I'm right about this? <laughs> no. It's no. not Super Bowl but. Why is the question asking about the Super Bowl then? We, we haven't even played a game. Honestly, I don't know. And we're talking about the Super Bowl. I don't know. We should have well, asked Because as you know instinctively, inside, yeah. it is SBOB <laughs> for the Dallas Cowboys. I just wanted to say that.
3: I mean, seriously. Okay, I want gonna, some respect. On now, this that, dang show. Now, now that you have demanded that, are you gonna answer the question? Can they reach? <laughs> <Well, laughs> no they better. <laughs> they they, they yes. better have well, a top five defense. Yeah, I, I, yes.
2: I. You know, I didn't pick them to get to the Super Bowl. I didn't even pick them to get to the Final Four. Yep. But they are a
3: legit contender. Yep. Absolutely. And they. And, and by the they way, could. this is why I think they will reach the Super Bowl. Because I think top five, I think barring cataclysmic injury, yeah. top five defense is the floor. I agree. I, it, I, the, I agree. I just think the they had good corners last year. They added Gilmore. Yeah, Gilmore man. is a it's a weird spot because. When he left the Patriots, it seemed like, okay, he had tailed off a bit. But then last year, he was excellent. But I think people had already kind of just like in their mind decided, okay, he's not. And he might not be Defensive Player of the Year, Gilmore, but he's very good. Cooks is a good addition. Dak is internally and externally motivated. Externally for the Trey Lance stuff, the pending contract stuff, and internally because he's a damn competitor and he's coming off the worst season of his career. So you have all of these things and you do do have your guy Mike McCarthy who I think has the motivation of man when this team when this team messes up everyone blames me and when the offense is good everyone's like man Kellen Moore so smart and the, and so
2: But the, how I hear you mm-hmm. but that he's not going to be able to like physically use no. that. No, no, no. How's that gonna help him in game management situations? The, well, no,
3: I, the game management site <laughs> like is that's is, just uh, gonna have to be is, a, a real concern. No, that's, I'm just that's, saying that's he has low struggled
2: low with his game management, clock management late in games. Let's, let's focus. He okay, has let's, struggled focus. let's focus. With that. Ahead. You know it. Go I ahead. get it. You love the man. You want a super. Yes, the Cowboys.
5: If they have a top five defense, yes, they can make the. They can make the Super Bowl. I don't have them making the Super Bowl, but this is a team that we got to understand, like, why they didn't have success. It wasn't because of a specific individual. It was because of offensively, because Dak wasn't terrible. In the playoff game, they just didn't produce offensively like they could have last year against the 49ers. All they needed was for someone to make a play, whether that be Dak, whether that be in the running game, whoever. No, No one stepped up on that side of the ball. If you get that side of the ball corrected, with the way they you you talked about the pieces, and I think Trayvon Diggs is going to have a breakout year. And yes, he's he's been exciting to watch, but I think he's going to be more disciplined, more detailed he's with his work. Boss.
1: because of Stephon Gilmore. Yeah, you don't think he'll be like chasing interceptions and maybe giving up big
5: plays? I don't think he's going to be chasing those interceptions anymore because you have a veteran guy who plays fundamentally sound, and they He waits for those interceptions to come to
1: him. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Coming up next, Greg's prediction. We did predictions. Now we get Greg's prediction. I got to see this. I got to see this.
3: Let's go. We'll find out who Greg has as. Well, we know he's got him, Renee. Harper hits one in the air.
0: Looks back it goes. Harper, the swing of his
4: life. MLB playoffs are near, and you know what that means, Alex? Yep. Flippin' Bats will be staying up
0: late and having all the fun.
4: From breaking down the most important stories and games, nobody's done what he's doing. Nobody. Not even Babe Ruth.
0: To interviewing baseball's biggest stars. I
4: felt like I was pitching more stress. I was trying to be so perfect. No one covers America's pastime like us.
0: So as we sprint towards this year's World Series on Fox, please make sure to listen, follow, and subscribe to Flippin' Bats with Ben Verlander and me, Alex Curry.
4: Baseball is fun and so are we we're gonna have fun dang it we'll talk
0: to you soon getting ready to take on spring make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools from hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more right now you can save fifty dollars on select battery tool sets real steel Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.
1: Coming up in 14 minutes, it's Mahomes Mountain. Oh, it's chilly. Oh, yeah. Oh, my goodness. It's basically quarterback tears, but we tried to make it cooler. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> well, I know, but that's just letting people know. New segment. <laughs> we are two days away from Chiefs' kickoff, and we have all made our predictions for the year. For Nick, he's got 20-0. He's got the Chiefs and the Cowboys meeting in the Super Bowl. back. you're predicting an all-birds Super Bowl, Eagles over Ravens. And I, of course, believe in the Commanders, the Patriots, and Kirk Cousins eventually losing to my Chiefs. Greg, it's time to debut your predictions with the caveat. You cannot waver from these predictions, Okay. We put it on tape. We're recording this. So if something <laughs> goes awry, we're going to bring this back no, on. I'm <laughs> telling you, it it's not just live. It's being recorded. I don't right, need take to it away.
5: I stand behind everything that I say. That
1: Let's it? do
3: it. Yeah. yeah. And when he doesn't, he just says it. Exactly. He's just like, you know what? I changed my mind. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah. Yeah. Or, I, or I was wrong. Yeah, there you go. I'm okay He's, with that. We've heard that. that than one than the rest of us. Go ahead. At bro. any rate,
5: my <laughs> AFC playoff teams. Look, this is it's no it's no brainer. Kansas City, right there. Jaguars, uh, the Bengals, the Bills. I like the Steelers. Mm. I don't know who. I don't Me know too. how you guys feel about Steelers. Mm-hmm. I really like the Steelers. I'm. And then my Love last it. two. I got the Broncos because I stand by what I said. Plus, I like the Broncos. That's my dark horse. And as long as Sean Payton and Russell Wilson figure it out, by golly, they going to make the playoffs. Look, Let's go. Out, yeah. And then I got the wow. New York Jets. I'm not – the New York Jets is an interesting one for me, but the entire AFC, it's kind of like a smorgasbord of who's going to beat up who. How can you get in? Will the Chargers miss out? Yes, they're going to miss out. I'm sorry, Justin Herbert. I like you a lot, but I think you're going to miss out because I feel like the Broncos have the better coach.
3: There's another team you don't have on there. I don't have the Ravens on there. So I don't either. Brew loves the Ravens. Also, you should have called the Broncos your dark Bronco because that's a horse. Come on, it was right there for you. But the Ravens part, it was just right there. (laughs) It was just sitting there. I'm curious why you don't have the Ravens in because you said you don't know how much we like the Steelers, but we talked about it last week. We you both got weren't watching, yeah, so yeah. you don't know why I, I don't like
5: it. the Raiders. So, for me, when you look at that AFC North, they're going to beat up on one another. Deshaun Watson's obviously back, and with the Cleveland Browns, they're going to be a team that probably knocks off some of these teams in that same division. But for me, it is all about Lamar Jackson. And this offense being in a a different style offense, and I think that they're going to try to throw the ball so much that they get away from their true identity, which is running the football. And if you don't have that running game to support Lamar, we don't know what Lamar can be. Mm -hmm. We hope that he can be fantastic. I believe that he has the the potential to do it, but we've never seen it. We've never seen him just being a pass-first offense. And so until I see it, I don't know if it's going to work. And their defense, I didn't even mention their defense. Want to know why? Because I don't know if they have one. And yeah. when is the wow. last time we said, said that, that about, about the Ravens. Baltimore? That's
2: Thank you. That's Look, I, I, the only thing you and I have different is I've got Baltimore in there instead of Denver. Now, I obviously don't want that to happen. But I, I wouldn't mind you being right about the Broncos. Like, I, I think that would be a great story if Russell Wilson can bounce back with Sean Payton and all that. But the Ravens. I don't have the questions about their offense. Like, I do think Lamar is going to be great in this offense. You're right. We haven't really seen it. It's similar, though, to what he did at Louisville. And the weapons are the best he's ever had. We keep saying that, but they are at the receiver. We know the run game is going to be strong. And, Greg, I think what it's going to do is just open up running lanes for him that haven't been there in the past. I don't mean planned runs, but scrambling. And I think he's gonna be a terror scrambling if he can throw the ball outside the numbers. Defensively, I get it, there's some questions, but they've been top ten six of the last seven years, top five for the last five years. So I just think that's their culture. It's gonna be at least a top ten defense.
1: Um quickly, Greg, before we go to the NFC, Zay Flowers. What's going on? I, look, I, I you roll I think, with Zay Flowers. I've been I a big the, Zay Flowers I, guy because I of you. like I like
5: Zay Flowers. I even think that Lamar's going to have a really good year. I just, I don't trust their defense more than I don't trust Lamar. Like, I I, I actually believe in their offense a lot more than I believe in their defense, but I don't know if they can stop anybody, and they haven't proven that they're
1: just going to outscore everybody. Same thing. Mm, Christina, put this one in pencil. Put it in pin. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. No. The Broncos, Ravens, just put it in pin. No, 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 no. That is in pin.
2: Wow. No, don't uh, even put it in pin. pin. Put pin. it in
1: Sharpie.
5: No. Uh, okay. <laughs> you, you're ahead. big and bad <laughs> before the season <laughs> starts. We'll see sharpie. what happens. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, at least I
2: stand behind it. And you I, always yes, wait. I stand behind in, I got the right
5: Go ahead. All right, for the NFC, you see what it is. The Eagles are going to fly high. I like the Eagles. I like the New Orleans Saints when we talk about the – NFC South. I mean, it's a toss up, but the Saints have the more stability there. Uh, the 49ers. Brock Purdy, I think he's going to get it done. Defensively, we know who they are. Love the Detroit the Lions. Lions, I love you. Yes, I do. Let's go make me right and start off week one. Matter of fact, started off in a couple of days wow. against these guys. Yes, I said these guys because he's one of them. Uh, then I got the New York Giants. Look, you know how I feel about Daniel Jones, but I really think this is a really good, well-coached team. And when I look at that NFC East, there's three. They had three teams going to the postseason last oh, season. Could happen. I just don't think. Think they won't have these same three teams get in there again this year because the NFC is just so wide open, uh, and then the Minnesota
3: Vikings making it, and then the Dallas Cowboys. So, all right. So much of your Daniel Jones commentary would be so much better if you said all the same things, but in place of Daniel Jones, you said Geno Smith. That I'd be on board with that. In fact, you. My biggest shocker here is that you, much like I think Brew don't respect the Seattle Seahawks. Mm. they played a bunch of rookies. They have a great coach. They have a quarterback who, for the first time as an adult has gotten a chance and has been awesome. They have excellent wide receivers. What They get to play the Rams and the Cardinals four times. What is not to like about the Seattle Seahawks? I want to hear – I
2: got questions about Geno. So, the last five weeks of the season, he didn't play well. And so I'm wondering, you know, will he be the Geno Smith we saw last year?
5: So for me, they, they even and with their receiving core, like I know they're going to run the ball. That's just who Pete Carroll is. But with their receiving core, they've just always been up and down. Like DK Metcalf, is he a top 10 receiver? Is he elite? Like we know what he can be, but can he be that consistently? Mm-hmm. There's always been questions around around their this. best receiver. So I
3: if the Giants are better than the Seahawks. Uh-oh. I'll I'll enter one of your fitness competitions no. with you. No, I'll do it. I'll, 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 no, I'm Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> what? Let's
1: What's the problem? Go. Have you seen the outfits well, They have to wear for them? <laughs> 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 <ain't even>,
3: we got <laughs> it. Let's go. He <laughs> <many days. laughs> Call it an outfit. Greg,
4: MVP.
5: <laughs> MVP, so here are my top three. Uh, no question how I feel about Joe Burrow. Look, he has two of the best receivers in all of the game. Offensively, they're going to have to put up points to score. Yep. He's going to lead the way. As long as he's healthy, he's going to be in the runnings for MVP. Patrick Mahomes, look, it, it, the only reason why I truly honestly don't have him winning it is simply because we become bored. Voter oh. fatigue. We become bored with what he... Now, if Travis Kelsey is not, out and he, is deals, out and he right. does it without the uh, sure. then... Patrick Mahomes, but Jalen Hurts, second year in this system, second year with AJ uh, Brown oh, and and Devonte Smith, all these guys together. You restocked and retooled your offense, swift out of the backfield. He has everything at his disposal. And for him to have the success that he had last season, but it to end off of him having a shoulder injury, I really like what he's going to be able to do with his weapons. It's a big he, one now. Yeah. I like Grand it. Finale. That's a good pick. Grand
3: finale. finale? What's Grand the Super finale? Bowl looking
5: like, Greg? Super Bowl, let's go. Let's see. Sure. Come on. I actually have the Dallas Cowboys oh. and the Oh, are so close. Oh, you do have in the In the, the NFC football. Championship game, and I got the Jets. Come on. Finding a way to get to the AFC Championship. I mean, that would actually game. be bad. Let's
2: go, A Rod!
5: That's a whole nother Let's go, A Rod! That would be a get, bad be one more. That's like that would not be good. And ultimately, the Eagles going to fly high. Dusty, I know you're feeling me, baby. Greg, I'm glad to see that when you're off,
2: you watch the show. What? Because I picked the Eagles a week ago to win the Super Bowl. <laughs>
3: there. They're the favorites in the NFC. Yeah, I pick you're the not sheep. the. Eagle. I picked the Eagles. Act, yeah, act he like he you're out in, Like you picked the the, the Falcons, who, and he's doing they, the same. Who are they
5: thing. playing against? No, Ravens. Eagles no, over no, Ravens. No, in the in he the, has a Tennessee rematch I, of last I, oh, year. San he has Eagles
3: Niners. He has Ravens Bengals. <laughs> it's just outrageous. That's, you're just doing the boring. same. You're making the Ravens, same. Ravens Bengals is boring. This year, I just realized it. Jalen Hurts 2023 for Greg Jennings is Josh Allen. I knew he was going to Oh, he's he, going to win the I MVP. Knew. He's <laughs> going to win the Super Bowl. And then come around Thanksgiving, it's you should be off like. off on Josh Allen. I didn't realize that. That was kind of like the. Nobody. Time. Yeah, nobody's got Nobody. Josh Allen in the final four. People are wise enough. Coming up next, Mahomes Mountain. Where oh, will Josh Allen falls. And, and where's Caleb Williams? Oh, Where is he?
2: Goodness. He better not be in there. Hey, college football fans, this is RJ Young, host of Fox Sports' number one college football show. The biggest names, the biggest games, the theme is we do it big on this here thing. Please subscribe on YouTube or wherever you get your podcasts.
6: Okay, quick math. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you keep. Obvious. By popular demand, NetSuite has extended its one-of-a-kind flexible financing program for a few more weeks. Head to netsuite.com/ftf. netsuite.com/ftf. netsuite.com/ftf.
1: Oh, it's Tuesday at 4 and it's hot outside, but it's blustery in here as we gear up to climb the peak of quarterback excellence. Without further ado, Mm. grab some trail mix, your North Face jacket, and those very tight shoes with spikes on them. (laughs) We're headed to Mahomes Mountain, and I put in a little note in the teleprompter, blustery winds.
3: Okay, Wilds, I'm very excited for this. (laughs) It is time for Mahomes Mountain, so there are only room for 28 quarterbacks on the mountain, and because of petitioning and whining, I have removed Caleb Williams, so it is only NFL quarterbacks. It was against my objection, but I didn't want every single week to have the same Caleb Williams argument and make my co-host look I so mean, dumb. And these so these it was, I was trying to be a good teammate. So there's 32 teams, though. So base camp, these are the t- quarterbacks not even on the mountain. These five guys are not there because one of the spots, by the way, Kyler Murray currently on the mountain wow, but bull- might not be there much longer as the injuries. Wow. So the rookies we've never seen play, and then Howell I have seen play. He did not quite make the mountain. Now, bottom level, these guys are outside the top 20. These quarterbacks either have not given us any reason to believe in them, or they have regressed so much from once great greatness in Russell Wilson's case, what? or they're too young to have elevated anywhere on there. There's listen, their fringe starters are just young, unproven guys. Now, tier six at their best, all of these guys have had games, maybe two or three game stretches where they have looked excellent. However, their bad games are so rough and they are so often at this point in their careers that you cannot elevate them higher. Daniel Jones, of course, avoided those bad games last year, but he had a large sample prior to that that to where you can't put them with these other guys who are top 15 quarterbacks to the next level Listen, these are all solid starters, proven starters, and Justin Fields. And I don't say that as a shot at Justin. I'm saying Justin's the one that involves the most projection. Mm-hmm. You love his pedigree. You love the fact that he was the number two player in the nation out of high school, the number two pick in no the likes, draft. No, but no, some no, people no like one those things. No one talks about that. Uh, however, and, all those guys the, and that you uh, – none of them were the number two player in the nation. Look it up. Uh, the rival's ratings very easy to Google. But, it's, but, uh, but Justin – we know what he can do with his legs. We need to see what he can do with his arms. Those guys are all outside the top 10. The hardest for me was Stafford. What is he going to look like post-elbow coming back this year? Now we have the top 10 quarterbacks. These guys are able to look like superstars when it's rolling for them, however, and they, have, and they are all outside the top five for various reasons. For Justin Herbert, as great as he is, and even though I am not a quarterback wins guy, you would like to see him win one big game. For Lamar, you would like to see him look like the player he was his first couple years in the league, more so than the last couple years. For Aaron Rodgers, question is, is he on the descent down the mountain, or is he about to try to climb back up? And two, of course, it's about health and availability. And now, to our top six. The toughest one here was, and we can show it to you, Dak versus Justin Herbert. We gave the nod to Dak Prescott for the body of work, and Dak Prescott did have one of the best playoff games of his... You know, eight-year career just last season against a very good defense. Josh Allen, while everyone says, Nick, you're a Josh Allen hater, I have always been nothing but a Josh Allen truth-teller and have him properly rated while everyone else was trying to wildly overrate him. And now some folks have gone too far in the other direction, have the Bills missing the playoffs. I don't have that happening. And Jalen Hurts, of course, looked like a top-three quarterback last year, but the sample size is not quite big enough to anoint him in the top three. And you might say, sample size, what about – one of those guys up there in Trevor Lawrence, which I say his sample size is his entire life. Oh so Trevor God. Lawrence and Joe Burrow are, of course, the next two guys, and this is a fluid pyramid. This is a fluid mountain, so guys will be moving throughout the year, but I do wonder what it will take to overtake the person at the top, and that is, of course, the mountain's namesake, and oh, dear God, look who's scaling, <laughs> taking, taking the hardest roots to try to, uh, just quickly Get near the is top. That Caleb? That's Caleb Williams <laughs> scaling the mountain. So there it is. There is Mahomes Mountain Pretty good. as no. we head into the excellent. season. Thank you, Greg.
5: That was excellent. I like the Caleb Williams. Yeah, but course. let's go all the way down. What are we doing? I do spy a Jones a guy. Oh no, we're yeah, not. Yeah, doing yeah, yeah, yeah. We we are. We oh, okay. are. Because this is blatantly disrespectful. You said this is fluid, and so I I hope that you finally identify some things throughout the course of the season (laughs) that allows him
1: to climb the mountain.
5: I didn't even catch that. What did you say? I he was talking
1: about Mac Jones. I was like, yeah, Yeah. that's right. You're like, no, Daniel Jones. No,
5: no, no. Go ahead. When we say Jones, we (laughs) – But for me, when you look at Daniel Jones, all this talk about him not being a a top-ten quarterback, stop it. Every single last one of these quarterbacks, Patrick Mahomes, Burrow, the Prince, Hurts, Allen, all, I can go on and on and on. They all have what? A go-to guy. They all have a legitimate pass-catching individual. We are just getting that for Daniel Jones. Now this is his second year in this stable offense with a head coach, steady steady head coach and an offensive coordinator. He's going to be excellent. He's going to move up this mountain. Okay. I know he will be. And just for, just for you guys who want some visual Full screens? I got this so for you. Full when you yeah, oh yeah, really? absolutely. Let's when hear. you look at Daniel Jones, uh percentage, better than Patrick Mahomes. Uh this is last season, by the yeah, way. Sure. Uh interceptions. Uh he hit through fewer than Jalen Hurts, uh, passing rating. Lamar, where you at, man? I got you beat. Uh, Ten plus yard runs, and I only bring up this with Josh Allen because we always equate Josh Allen as a pass thrower as as well as a runner, yep. and uh, he was better than that. So That's I mean, this guy is he's a legitimate guy. Get him a receiver. He now has Darren Waller. He's gonna right, climb up I there. If I can
3: just respond quickly, yeah, if please, we show quick. the mountain again. I am not disrespecting Daniel. You George. are disrespecting it's the only Daniel person. That I would say you can make a strong argument that I actually should have him ahead of that he's not is Fields. And if you want to say, Nick, what if Daniel Jones has proven more than Fields? All listen to that. Every other guy above him was. Better than him last year or has a far greater body of work? Geno was better than him last year. Goff was better than him last year. Stafford was hurt last year, won a Super Bowl the year before. Kirk Cousins has been, you know, the same guy for five years, always better than him, and of course the top 10 guys. So I'm not, I, I will not apologize, and maybe he'll move up. We'll see if he'll move up, mm. but I think I have it right. Go ahead, Drew. What are the you shaking dis- your the head? The
2: disrespect, and then you and others on this panel for Lamar Jackson. How in the world is Dak Prescott ahead of Lamar Jackson and Aaron Rodgers? But I could really lead the league in interceptions in just 12 games? Yes. look, Look, Lamar has come down from when he won the MVP. But like Greg said about Daniel Jones, who's been Lamar's great weapon? I mean, Mark Andrews is a tight end. Yeah. But what receivers has he had to throw to? And now everybody's raving about Zay Flowers. So we'll see what he does. OBJ, I'm going to remain tempered on him. But I expect him to be a good possession receiver. And you got Rashad Bateman. So, look, I think Lamar, I said it before, I'll say it again, he has made a career of proving people wrong, including me. I didn't think he'd last as long as mainly a running quarterback. He throws it better than I thought he could. And he was a heck of an agent. <laughs> he proved well, he's proving people true. wrong in everything. So I think he's gonna prove people wrong this year and get back. I'm not saying he wins
3: MVP, but I think he gets back to one of those top-tier quarterbacks. So I am concerned that Lamar, here is the pessimistic side, and this is something coaches alluded to a lot, and I'll try to put it in you know my own language here. The pessimistic side for Lamar is that he has struggled with some of the layups in the passing game, even when defenses were giving him the layups because they were so afraid of the designed run game. That now, if you are removing that designed run game, and defenses are playing playing the pass first and playing more complex coverages, there are less layups, and he was struggling with the layups when they were right there. I, and so that, to me, is a legitimate concern, and that any player in the league that in consecutive seasons didn't make it through December, we would have concerns about. Even if he didn't suffer those injuries running the ball, it wouldn't matter. It's the same reason I think people are down on a DeAndre Hopkins or other guys who were super durable for a long time and then all of a sudden have missed time. That's a legit concern for me with Lamar, but I got him firmly in the top 10.
1: It's a very slippery mountain, and if you're sitting at home Take a screenshot of this entire mountain because I think there's going to be a lot of movement even next Tuesday. Are we doing it on Tuesday? Tuesday. Tuesday. Next Tuesday when we do this. Besides Mac Jones be flying up the mountain. (laughs) Let me show you a graphic. What's the difference, statistically, between Kirk Cousins... Everybody loves this stat. Well, what do you want me to do? Well, they both both won 13 games, except Kirk Cousins actually won them. Cooper Rush didn't win them. Mm -hmm. (laughs) The numbers are the same. He throws the ball more... More accurately... Actually, no, that's not true. Dak has a higher uh, completion percentage. Uh, but the interceptions are way off. And Kirk Cousins threw a decent amount of interceptions, but he played all the games. So what's the big difference? He, one guy has bad shirts. I get it. No. But that's, the, that's really... He's a little bit like, you know, aw, shucks, nice. Y- yeah. But statistically... What, I'll,
6: I'll
3: why, tell, why are we saying Dak Prescott? So it's much sati- better
1: than it's not because that was their career.
3: Statistically, they have been identical throughout their careers. But I will tell you the exact reason why. I saw Dak Prescott as a rookie step into the divisional round of the NFL playoffs and play a brilliant
1: football game. Was now that on standard definition? Was that hold, high definition? No, it was 2016. Yeah, that was seven years but ago. I, but a long but time just, ago. Hold, Well, I didn't hold, have hold. one of my child, wasn't he? Was, was I U- still did? playing? <laughs> he was in utero. My He was in utero. <laughs> <in Europe>.
3: <laughs> As I was saying, Please, I, this saw, show him, didn't even I exist saw him in, in 20s. Nick? No, today's the 6 radio show. Happy anniversary to us. <laughs> Talking but that's, about J.J. A, Watt. <laughs> there is a point to be made. And no, I was actually, that was back when I worked with Colin Cowherd. Man, were those the days. But as I was saying, I saw Dak Prescott as a rookie play one of the best games of his life in the playoffs. And I saw Dak Prescott this past season play one of the best games of his life in the playoffs. I don't have a concern that in the postseason that he did against the Bucs. Yeah, you saw Daniel
5: Jones do that too
3: what? against Kirk okay, Cousins. Okay, we're talking about Kirk Cousins yeah, right. now, just, Not Daniel Jones. And, and Brock Purdy. So,
5: oh
2: right, I'm know just know saying. You're and, just and I'm just saying. What it. about it's Brock. Brock Purdy? Everything I'm you, you I'm just playing said. Playing street fight right now. Games, like, I don't know where it's coming from. I'm saying it.
3: did you want to cape for Brock Purdy? You spent your time on Lamar Jackson. You're bringing up uh uh Daniel Jones when I'm trying to talk to you about Kirk Cousins, well, who is your latest guy. That, what Not is that with your obsession guy. on mediocre quarterbacks? I hey, like you love, Sam Howell, come on down. Sam Baby Howell. Goat, come on down. Kirk Cousins, you're, what are you
1: doing? I just feel like he gets penalized for having bad
0: You shirts.
3: just
1: liked quarterback. That's true. We so, I mean, <laughs> had bad shirts. If you had better shirts, I feel like people okay. would respect him more. Yeah. Got okay. bad shirts. I get it. But yeah. he still throw the ball. People love Justin Jefferson. Well, who's throwing the ball, Justin Jefferson? Oh, yeah. oh Justin <laughs> Jefferson. Yeah, anybody? anybody. Oh, he answers Anybody? Well, the actual answer is Kirk Cousins. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, this season is about to start and several superstars are sitting out because they're unhappy with their contracts. Nick Bosa's out. Chris Jones is out. Brian Burns is in but not practicing. Meanwhile, we're still waiting on this monstrous contract extension for Joe Burrow. So far, nothing. Crickets. Nick, which team needs to solve this dilemma first?
3: The most concerning one is the one we're looking at. Because it's the only one that doesn't make sense. I know what's happening with Nick Bosa. Nick Bosa wants to reset the marketplace for that entire side of the ball. Wants reportedly, again, if the reports are accurate, thirty-five million dollars a year. Mm. And they're at an impasse that we have seen countless times throughout NFL history, which is awesome player wants to be paid, you know, at the top, top, top of the market. Team says, we love you, we love you, we love you, we don't want to pay you that much. Chris Jones, in a very similar situation, doesn't want $35 million a year, but wants a two year deal for $32 million a year, more than Aaron Donald. And the Chiefs are saying, we're not doing it. We've seen that before. I think the Niners probably need Bosa more than the Chiefs need Jones. Purely because the Chiefs win with offense and the Niners are going to have to win with defense. Mm -hmm. But at least we have precedent for that. What's going on in Cincinnati is baffling. I don't understand it. You have the, and it is the only one that could derail what they have going on there. Absolutely. Because what they have going on there is in existence because of the guy that doesn't have a contract yet.
2: So, like, it's baffling. You're right about that. But, concerning? Yeah. Is he raising a stink? Well, is he is he threatening to hold out? Like no. I, I, that's it's, my thing. I hear you. I'm wondering why it's not done either, but he doesn't seem to like he's not up in arms about. No, it. but it's I don't think it hurts. Like what are they going to do if they
3: you, are you suggesting they might not give him one? No, well, no, well, I'm I'm not suggesting. I am flatly stating if they were going to give him the contract that he wanted, it would have been done. And the fact that it hasn't gotten done means that relationship is in some type of peril, the likes of which we don't see with franchise quarterbacks in their teams.
2: I don't think it means that at I, all. I mean, if he, if he were making a stink about it and saying stuff and leaking stuff to the media and all that, then it'd be one thing. We're holding out. But he's not. Like, he's not giving up any indication that I'm not going to play, I'm not going to be myself. I mean, look, if he doesn't sign this year – and he signs next offseason, guess what? It's just going to be far more money for him. So the Bengals need to do it now. It's Bosa. It's Bosa's the most concerning because, as you said, they went with their defense. And we got a, a graphic. Dusty, look at this. They're 37 and 14 with Bosa, 5 I and 10 it was without. Him. And look at the points. <laughs> well, Jimmy G. <laughs> oh, was a, it turns Jimmy out, G. Jimmy it turns G. Jimmy Jimmy G. Out with Jimmy G. I'm sure Bosa <laughs> loves Jimmy G. But you see, their defense, that's <laughs> yeah. one of the best in the league, yeah. is not that without uh-huh. Bosa. Yeah. That's
5: why they're winning games. Yeah. Just say it. Jimmy G. Jimmy Don't make me call him. No, we don't
2: need
3: It, go it go is
5: Joe Burrow. Because there's so much attached to his contract. The reason why they've been, you said this, the reason why they've been able to have success, and if they plan on to su- sustaining that success... Is tied directly right. to what he takes. If And he's been on record saying, I understand that in order for us to be successful, I can't take everything. He said that with his two receivers right next to him. So he understands if T. Higgins is to stay and I really want to continue this relationship with him, he and Jamar Chase, which Jamar Chase is going to get paid a lot. And so is T. Higgins because they deservingly deserve it. They've earned that. He has to be smart about what he takes. And I think it's, it's, he's in a little ruffle of a situation because it's one of those deals where you want to take as much as you can, but you know you really can't because
3: if you but, do, you're not going to be able to keep both of those guys. But that's why this is so concerning to me, and I want to make it very clear: I don't think this will have any impact on this season. Well, well that's my point. Uh, the other two, uh, in, can. the other two, can disrupt. This season, at least for the first couple months, this one can dismantle the organization. Correct. And so, well, you're the, not suggesting there's a future in Cincinnati without Joe Burrow? I am saying he
2: might take the biggest contract and no. not be able to keep the receivers.
3: Or no, what? I am saying that until he signs a contract extension. Of course it is possible there is a future in Cincinnati without Joe Burrow. Yeah, I'm not going that far.
2: Then they might as well get out of the NFL. I mean, if they give up, this is what you wait for, a guy like Joe.
3: Seriously. Right. Sell the team. Okay, hold on a second. Just hold on a second. Let's just say Joe Burrow went to the team two months ago and said, you know what, I want to leave money on the table for the other guys. I'll take a below-market contract. Would that contract be done? Agree? We all agree it would be done. Probably. Okay? All right. And I'm not advocating he'd do that, by the way. But we agree if that were the scenario, it would be done. If Joe Burrow said, hey, guys, now that Justin Herbert's deal's done, we know exactly what my contract should be, 5% more, that's the contract I like. Why, why isn't that deal done? So, okay. So if it was, I'm going to take less, we all agree it would be done. If it's, I just want the next contract, we all agree that should be done. Is the contract done? No, so see, something I, weird's going on. I That's think, all I'm saying. I think that he is going to take less. It's
5: just wh- how much less. So they So like. he's you already think he'll be the paid quarterback? I
3: don't the, think he's going to be, the, be than I don't. Herbert. Well, then that should still be. I, if hold on, I guess this is my point. If if he has come in and said, "I'll take less than Justin Herbert," though. right? If he, but if he has come in and said, "I'll take less than Justin Herbert," then why is the deal not done? They are trying they to get him to take less, less. They're like, they "We know you'll take a discount. We want a bigger discount," and. Do we not? Th- do when you said if he doesn't get this deal done this year, then it's just more money next year. If you guys don't think that how they treat Joe Burrow in contract negotiations isn't going to have an impact on how Jamar Chase treats them in contract negotiations, like yeah. the, this and T. Higgins is a free agent next year. Chase, it's a different thing. for mm-hmm. round so the, it is. I, I am. I'm not trying to sow division. I'm not trying to do any of that. It, every single person at this table was thoroughly convinced that Burrow would have the easiest contract negotiation possible. Either highest paid ever or he takes a discount. Either way, it'll get done immediately as soon as everyone else got done. It hasn't gotten done. It's really weird. Yeah. It's really weird. The season they're starts letting Sunday. they not Joe Burrow go. Well, they haven't you know. paid him. I don't think they are it's like Lamar. It won't get as ugly as Lamar's
2: got. And Lamar's but weird. Lamar's back in yeah. Baltimore. Yeah. Super happy. Yeah, Absolutely.
1: Team USA, no doubt inspired by Broussard's disappointment, yeah. rolled Italy this morning, Brew. Final score 100 to 63. Halliburn on the response from the loss: "Quote, just obviously pissed off. It's a family show, but I said it anyway. Pissed off from losing and don't want to have that feeling again, Brew. Quite simply, kudos to you. What?
2: what for what are we giving Brew credit for? I, I called him onto the carpet." It had to be said, Nick. Mm-hmm. I know you wanted to soft pedal it and all love, all love on them, and it's okay. We're still <laughs> in the Olympics and we still got a chance to win this tournament. Nah, no! They needed to hear I it. Wasn't Y'all it better hit that. the glass, which they did. Out rebounded Italy by almost 20. They the score was more balanced. Anthony Edwards, who was has been phenomenal, but he didn't score much today, but everybody else got involved. This True, is what I want to see. We should be by, walking over these bro,
3: teams like this. Bro, we, they won this game by 37 points. You think that without you yelling at clouds yesterday about how basketball should be played, they would have won by 32 points? Is what we're saying, or they would have all? Won. I know is I called them onto the carpet, and they showed up in ball. 100%. Could would the how would the Denver Nuggets have fared against this Italy team? Are, we, are you still That's worried not the about top. how they were sorry. <laughs> right. locked in
2: but so, this they were locked in this what I, right now see. this moment now Italy's not the greatest
3: team but still they, they're pretty good right now this moment you're confidence wilds because you're the most locked in on this tournament on team USA winning the goal on a 1 to ten
1: D- depending on how Brew goes okay but I'm at. I'm at yeah, I'm not it, calling gold yet. Oh, you're not? I but mean, I, we got
2: either. a shot. We're in the hunt.
1: You're like the weather vane. I look up, how do you feel about it? And then I respond. If I, you wow. fire the, the team up again, I feel like we're headed to a gold.
2: Hopefully, okay. I won't have to go there. But yeah, no. okay. I think we, we play we, again we do Friday.
1: It. So Canada
2: looks really in. good. Canada stuff. Germany's not going to yeah. be. It's some tough teams. Should, out Canada looks like how playing.
3: we would look if we sent our best guys instead of Anthony. They Edwards. didn't send Everybody their best guys. Talk to Anthony Edwards. up next. Life. No, Anthony Edwards is.